two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on a penny or two for your thoughts. Hey, everyone, it's Chantal and Liz with Centris Federal Credit Union. And here we are again with another episode of a penny or two for your thoughts. I sound like a complete radio you did voice there that really... I think it's these headsets I do um I can see something out of the corner of my eye and it's a f- like side of my hair but it feels like a bird <laughs> a bird I well <laughs> we'll talk about that later but yeah yeah <laughs> it feels like a bird right I'll here. let you know if they lay an egg <laughs> okay what's going on in your life right now um <sighs> a lot Really? Probably too much for this podcast. It was stormy this morning. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was woke up and I thought I was waiting for the, the it wasn't Bill Ramby that was on, but I was waiting no. for Sean Everson to roll his sleeves I up. Know. I was I was waiting for it. He had his jacket off. He was super excited. Shout out to Sean Everson for that because it's, yeah. it's a good brand. Yeah. I, like I know. He like left that sleeve rollage to Bill Ramby. He just kept his sleeves down. Mentor. Mentor. Yeah. I like that. I like where it's going there. Yep. He did cross his arms. Like, did you ever, like, he did kind of cross his arms a couple times, <laughs> as hand up. Like, he was real relaxed. Serious. It was serious. I don't stuff. know if I could be relaxed like that. Let's do that today. Let's just okay. chill. Okay, chill. Yeah. There is a green screen. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could put, like, weather up here? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cam's shaking his head at I us. Got, I got nothing today. Um, <laughs> He's, like, cleaning. He's cleaning the production studio, guys. Our producer is not even listening to us. No. He's cleaning. All we see is and then he pointed Lysol. to his head. Yeah, we see Lysol and wet ones. What goes and a on lint here? roller? What goes on in the studio? <laughs> Should I be concerned? We also have Megan with us today, our partner in crime, just watching us. And our our guest is going. What are they doing right now? She's watching us. Is she like? reporting like is she here is a Probably. undercover yeah she's gonna go back to HR. like i realize hr is in the room with us at the moment yeah but i think she's gonna go back and have a one-on-one with hr <laughs> so many reasons <laughs> all mean, i'm gonna say is snails i can't believe you just did that that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> snails <laughs> hey listener uh, we were just talking about <laughs> I like that. It was almost like you put the S in parentheses yeah. as if like, just in case it there's just, only one. Right, right, right. Uh, we were talking about, uh, facial products and skincare before the, the, we were. the show started. And so, um, we've got all kinds of thoughts around that, but we should probably get to our guests. We probably should. Cause she's, she's going to get up and leave. Yeah. Or call back to the office and say, I'm going to need you guys to, uh, make those badges not work. <laughs> On the way back. That's why she, I asked her if she wanted to ride with us. She's like, um, no, she's so sweet. And she's like, no, I think I'm going to get lunch afterwards. And I, that was like code for, hey, people back in HR, shut them down. Right. Well, that, and I'm going to be making phone calls on the drive back that I don't need you to hear. Yeah. That is, that is it. Right. Like that the first true. one is Blake. Blake, I'm going to need you to shut down their badges. <laughs> The next one's going to be Jana. Jana, we're going to need to um, pull them out of UKG. <laughs> out of all of them. So if you could get their picture ready to go. Well, I think this is going to be a great one because I feel like we have seen her present and be an MC at at different meetings. And oh, yeah. she could be a host on anything. Anything. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. Is this, this the passing the torch of... On this Liz, episode, I am so excited for our guest today. <laughs> Tell me more about who's with us today. Wow, oh, that was that was smooth. Yeah, I'm trying to save us here. Okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we are really excited for our guest today, listeners. <laughs> Plural, just in case. Be ready to smile for about 20 to 30 minutes straight. Because our guest is someone who is always smiling and makes others around her smile and feel good with her positive energy. She's got a background in recruiting, which she's absolutely perfect for, and has been with Centris for almost two years as a recruiter. I feel like that she's like recruiting us just every day. I know. I know. Makes us want to come to work every day. Absolutely. Yep. 
She's a bird watcher aficionado, so I'm sure we'll get into that she's in a little be bit. Able to tell me what this bird is in my hair. Yeah, she'll mm. be able to tell you, and then she'll tell you if it'll lay an egg. <laughs> In the time that we're doing this podcast, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, is that enough? Mm -hmm. um, please welcome to the show, Haley Johnston. Hello. So happy to be here. I drove separate because I have your stuff in my car, actually. So oh, wow. Perfect. You don't even have to go back to the office after. <laughs> you should see. I love this. So well there, there was planning. planning. Yeah. Did really, you get my good pens? Did you get my good pens? Those were company. Oh, really? Oh, That's so we're going to keep those. Uh, Sorry Amazon. about it. <laughs> Just kidding. Good You're thing both you a did. delight. Good thing <laughs> you did order those new pens yesterday. You're going right. to need those. Yeah. Well, oh. am I? Am I really going to be writing after this? <laughs> no, we're going to have our own podcast. Talking <laughs> yeah, about from don't know Fiji, what. where pens are not needed. <laughs> we are, you know, our podcast is really focused on, well, all things, but financials primarily. Yeah. And so today we're we're switching it up a bit. Because you are our recruiter yes. at Centris, mm -hmm. and we just thought it was so, it, it's such a perfect time to talk to someone who talks to those that are looking for a job and who, who we are looking to fill positions as yeah. well. And so we just want to hear all the things, the, the, the secrets of how to get that, that perfect job and, and how, you know, employers are finding the right people. Yeah. And not only that too, but we're getting... Schools, I cannot believe this, but school's about ready to get started yeah. in like a month or so. And there's, you know, college kids that are probably going to start looking for internships and things like that. So mm -hmm. this is a great episode to listen to just to even prepare themselves for that type of Absolutely. recruitment. Yeah. Do you so feel that's the target audience in this podcast usually? College students? Um, well, my yeah. husband is 48. <laughs> yeah. Chad's pushing 50. Awesome. Yeah. And then... Jay's 16 and then just asked me why you say the things you do. <laughs> yeah. But he liked, he thought these were cool. Yeah. He, he asked, he saw the, the podcast on, on social media yesterday and he goes, what, what are you doing? What was, what are those? <laughs> we're a big deal. We wear headphones and he goes, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> well, let's like, see you let's do not, it. No, let's not do this again. <laughs> so I'm just glad Augie's three and has no clue. I'm still, I'm still okay in her book. Yeah, you are. You yep. are. Yeah, I give that about it's gonna be. five years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going right. to jump right in. Uh, are you ready? I'm super okay. ready. Okay, buckle right. up. Here we go. We're going to start from the beginning, okay. right? Okay, so human resources is an area of a company that mm -hmm. is comprised of so many different areas, so many different things that you can do. So yeah. kind of talk us through that whole piece to set the, the landscape for us. Absolutely. So, and it can also depend company to company size-wise what that looks like, but every company is going to have some form of an HR team that covers eight basic areas. Mine is going to be recruiting, which kind of starts the whole process off for us. We have benefits, we need compensation, we want to get paid. So we need a payroll specialist. Thank goodness. We need an employee advocate who's there meeting and doing those engagement interviews, um, training and development, and then a compliance piece of it. So there's a lot to the picture in so many different areas that you can either really specialize in or have more of that generalist. I feel we do a great job at centers kind of allocating those out. So um, as far as HR goes, that's kind of the whole. As far as recruiting goes in the team of HR, it's really significant because it does kind of kick off everything for everyone else. Right. If we don't have, if we not, if we don't recruit employees, then payroll doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's really that next step um, to getting everyone in the door and, and being able to launch those pieces of it. And as far as why recruiting is significant to applicants, this is your first gateway into what is this company like? What do, how do they operate? What's their culture? Did the recruiter blow me off? Did she take two weeks to get back to me? Is that really the company I'm, I'm interested in? So I think recruiting is important and I'm not inflating my own ego, mm -hmm. but important um, for creating that initial image of who we are. So it's really important for a company to have the right people in those seats yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What I heard was... <laughs> I am awesome. Yes, that's what I heard. Big, kind of a yeah, big deal. Right. Yes. I'm the reason that we have the people that we do. It's I am the reason we are awesome. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's true. I, yeah. I started for Megan, so you're welcome. I know. <laughs> Megan. Megan. Oh, she Megan. makes me look good. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> She's like, I know. She's like, I know, because I'm kind of a big deal. I'm a big deal, too. <laughs> I make those two look awesome. <laughs> the headsets don't do it. <laughs> Just because they're on a podcast doesn't mean they're and she cool. she just took a picture of us like, yeah. I got you. I'm going to have this forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to take it into Canva and totally like yeah. 
manipulate. Mm-hmm. Manipulate yeah. yes. Please tell me you used a really good filter on that. That made us look really good. <laughs> Can you yeah, please so. add a bird into Chantel's hair? Yes. She doesn't have to. I can still see it. It is still like, it may die. It might be nesting oh, in there. Yeah. I might oh, talk God. to Cam and see if he can enter like a bird chirping at some point in the podcast. <laughs> Here's the situation. I hate birds. <gasps> I, I know. I know because we're going to talk about this, yeah. but. <laughs> what? Oh, there it is. Did you hear There that? it is. Oh. Yep. Oh, it's very happy. It's happy to be here. <laughs> I don't like poultry. <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, you're not going to put a bird on the grill. I mean, you don't know. Don't. You don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I'm not eating chicken at oh your house because I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> Pretty small for chicken. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the only helping I get. Happening. Oh God. Okay. Remember mm-hmm. when we were talking about going off the rails and then jerking it back yeah. on? Yep. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. Okay. So it kicks off with recruiting. So yeah. what does a typical day in recruiting look like for you? Holy moly, very day <laughs> by day. But if we were to talk through full life cycle and here at Centris, I own that full life cycle of recruiting, that can definitely vary based on company size too. But um, obviously it's always going to start with a position. So do we have an opening? Or are we adding a new position? And that looks like me sitting down with our hiring managers. Okay, Chantal, you're hiring. We're replacing Liz. What are we looking for? <laughs> this oh, is this the practice? <laughs> oh, sweet. So I get to so see what's get happening. Ready. <laughs> but then sitting down to understand what are your needs in that position, not just technically. I know technically what the role is, but what is your department like? What's the culture like? Who's going to be best fit in this position for us in centrist long term? So it starts with that conversation with our managers and really getting an understanding. If you're not getting an understanding of what that department is, there's just no possible way you're going to find the right fit. Um, and it, and again, it's not just technical. It is those soft skills too, those personality mm-hmm. pieces. So always starting there, developing those job descriptions to get a clear, concise piece of document that says, here's what we're looking for that we can provide our candidates. Um, And it is accurate and we stick to it. So getting that job description built and then we're posting it. So we throw it out on our job board. We throw it out on um, external job boards too. And there is a piece of a waiting game with it too, of candidates who want to apply and who want to join Centris. But then there's this other side of actively needing to go find candidates who are going to be a good fit too. Mm -hmm. And especially when we get to some of the more higher level positions looking for a Liz and truly you are a unicorn out there. It was hard to find your position originally. And I came in right at the end of it. Um, But it was, I know what a struggle it was to find that exact fit. So there's so much of it too, that is going out and finding who is going to be our person too, and doing searching on the job boards, meeting with people, doing those initial interviews. And those are usually I kind of view as soft launch. I just need to get to know a little bit about you. And I don't always feel like it's always exactly the question answers you're getting. I'm more getting an insight into your personality. On paper, can you do the role? Probably. It looks like it. Can you speak to it? Are you going to be a match for our values here? So do that initial interview. Um, get them moving forward to meet with a Chantal or other hiring managers as well and getting that feedback and then providing that feedback. I think that can be its spot. Um, I know for applicants when they're in the job market and they're searching, that is the biggest critique they have usually mm-hmm. of recruiters is I didn't get feedback. Nobody followed up with me. I was ghosted. And what a crummy feeling that is as an applicant. I would never want to be in that position. So I never do that to our applicants either. So I'm a really big believer in feedback mm-hmm. and giving that. Whether that is good news, hey, we want to make you an offer. We want you to come join this interesting. Or if unfortunately we're not moving forward, still giving that feedback too. But it's keeping those lines of communication open too for future. I think that's the delicate piece is still keeping that relationship there's never a bad connection, yeah, in my opinion, right. and never a wasted meeting. So yeah. it's using that still to foster a relationship for future opportunities too. Um, so that's kind of the the getting it. Then we get them hired. I'm a little, not usually does it happen with the recruiter too, but I also hold all the onboarding pieces. So I'm holding the hands of our new hires as they start until their very first day, getting them that background check info, getting them assessments, um, answering all the questions they need. What's your dress code? What are the hours? Where do I need to show up to ensure that they are getting the best experience possible and getting to see centers from the onset before you've even walked in the door. Mm-hmm. I want you to know what our culture is and what we value here and how that plays into our mission statement, our vision statement, our mantra. I want you to feel that before you even walk in the door. Yeah. So I think that's the critical role as a recruiter. There's 
there's the day job piece of it, but I think it really comes into selling your company, mm-hmm. yeah. honestly, but yeah. selling it to make sure it's a fit for that candidate as well. Right. It's almost a sales position, really. It, absolutely. It absolutely is. And I always, I used to hate saying that, but it is absolutely <laughs> sales, but it's very honest sales. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I'm not just going to sell you on a role because I want you in this role if I know you are not going to like it here, you're not going to fit long-term because then I'm just going to be backfilling your position yeah. in six months. And right. that's not not what we're looking for either too. So it is so important to, to get that personality piece of it yeah. up front. And telling people the first day where the bathroom is. Yeah. Mm. Get those little things. Critical. <laughs> it really is. Also, yeah. when she said that um, finding your position was hard. You bringing in the glitter and like just leaving a trail behind yeah. on the floor <laughs> was super awesome. That's a unicorn. A unicorn does a that. A literal unicorn. <laughs> uh, That's oh, what a marketing boy. unicorn does. I was like, sold. That one, <laughs> she's <laughs> it. You guys are calling me a unicorn because I have this vein that pops out in my forehead when I get really like happy or smiley. <laughs> Come on now. Nope. Self-conscious. It's the glitter. Yeah. Glitter and glitz. Glitter. (laughs) In the summertime, it's the skin from peeling. (laughs) Do unicorns peel usually? (laughs) Well, I'm not sure. I've never met a unicorn. (laughs) Well, I I just like how you're you're talking me through how my position is going to get filled. (laughs) I know. I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Chantel's Just like, kidding, oh, this please is don't go anywhere. You're you're stuck with this. Is all okay. Keep it. Remember, this podcast is fake. We're, it's all it's all a dream. It's all a dream. You're gonna dream. wake up Sunday. and we're gonna the clouds yes. making rainbows. You little gonna, unicorn. We're gonna wake up and go. Remember that time we thought we should do a podcast? Yeah. Or yeah. no, no, it's gonna be. Remember that time where centrists thought it would be good to put us in, <laughs> in front of microphones of yeah. and in charge of it. Yeah. Nobody ran that by HR. No, no, <laughs> no they didn't. Yeah. Let's push through this one and see, see what happens at the end. Yeah. We're 17 episodes in. They're like, get Haley on so that she can see what happens <laughs> and report back. Easy, easy fix. Yep. Easy fix. Yep. We'll unplug this real quick. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So we know it's key for an employee to really find that perfect fit. But it's it, it's key for that company, that organization to find the right individuals that will embrace the culture and live that culture. Yeah. And so uh, what's happening right now? What are some of the trends or changes you're seeing just in, in the whole interview recruiting process? Yeah. yeah. I think the last three years have been weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. Last three years have been weird. Um, Good words, because expect- she knows us. Knows the last three. So. You guys have been here for almost three yeah. years now? Yeah. Two. yeah. Yep. Three. No, for it, it, we just went through, obviously, through the pandemic, so many things changed. And in 2020, hiring kind of paused. So that wasn't anything really affecting how we were recruiting. Come 2021, we entered this totally new world where employees and candidates have entirely different expectations and different values for what they're looking for as they move. So boom, 2020, we hit this great, or 2021, we hit great resignation. I never heard, hear that term again. I will be a-okay because it was just everywhere on everything. And it almost became because people were talking about it, they just kept talking about it. And I think it became a bigger thing than what it really should have been. But um, you see people reshifting their priorities. And then in 2022, that continued to change. And through 2021 and 2022, a lot of recruiters in HR were just, this is a weird market. This is an interesting market, crazy market. It'll flip back. It's not flipping back. Will things change in versus is it an employee market or employer market? Absolutely. That will always ebb and flow. But I think things have changed for for good on what employees value and what they look for in a position as they move forward in their job search. So we've kind of had to accept that and we've got to bend with it. Otherwise, we're definitely going to get left behind too. So I think you have a lot going on. You have a shift in values. Everyone wants more flexibility in their mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. We see a lot more interest in part-time positions that we saw than we had ever seen previously. And we've had to switch to that to change our model of how are we going to staff these people because that's what people want who yeah. maybe went home, worked through COVID at home or maybe took a break from the employment field at all 
and they want to come back in a part-time capacity. So we're seeing a lot more and that flexibility piece is huge. And I get it when we were all working from home and you can have the ability to work and then I'm going to throw a load of laundry in and then I'm going to go back to work. You just had these different things that you might not have in that traditional nine to five. So we've seen a huge uptick in flexibility as well. And I think we're doing a great job of bending to that too. We see a lot more social media trends. It seems every quarter there's a new, whether it be quiet quitting, quiet hiring, loud quitting is the new one now that are just keep dominating the recruiting space. And again, I feel like it's similar to the great resignation piece where we're talking about it just to talk about it. And I, my biggest pet peeve with the quiet quitting is it's ludicrous. It doesn't make sense. They're not quitting. You have employees who are just doing the, the expectations of their job, maybe not going above and beyond, but that's their prerogative and that will be on them, but they're not quitting. And I think it became this dialogue of, we need to make sure our employees aren't doing that. How? They're doing their jobs still. You right, can't really right. measure that. It, but again, I think where it comes an issue is for candidates who are seeing that and who are seeing all these people post about it and quite quitting. Oh, I'm going to do that. And then I'll quit after six months and I'm going to go do something else. And it's created this really weird dynamic. Um, I think we're hitting a spot where you assume a job is going to have negative pieces to it. You're not going to like something about it. And rather than going in excited about this opportunity and maybe taking those things on as they come of, even if, even if you didn't love it, finding a way to work through it, deal with it, talk through it. Now it's almost, you got people walking in of why am I not going to like this job? Looking for those, those things at times. And I, I just think we'd have to shift back and understand that from an employee perspective too, because I think it again comes from all the changes in our market and, and just what's happened over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And we have to be more understanding with our employees too, and have those conversations. So I think that's been a big piece social media in general is huge. Right. And I so appreciate you ladies for helping in the recruitment social on our socials and getting those videos out and letting people know, because that is a big one. I, I have a recruiter group where people are starting to utilize sending people messages on link or on Facebook and Instagram for, about jobs. And I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> that to me is still new. Still, I'm still the LinkedIn and indeed, but it, but you see this change and that's where we have to go where the people are and social media was yeah. where everybody is. Right. There's been a huge uptick in social media based recruiting outside of just your typical LinkedIn networking and whatnot. Um, so those are kind of the, the big pieces. All in all, I think the biggest thing though has become the push to have more of a candidate focus versus employer focus. Mm -hmm. And with that, I mean, mm -hmm. used to the question would be at the end of each interview, why should we hire you? And you needed to sell yourself. That is not the question anymore. And it, it, it certainly shouldn't be either because it's, it's, it's a candidate market now. And the question should be, here, or it needs to be us. Here's why you should work here. We have to sell them. We kind of got to set our corporate ego aside <laughs> a bit to say, here's why you should work here versus you tell me why mm -hmm, you need to yeah. be here. So I think mm -hmm. that's been the big shift is we have to focus our, our candidates and our employee experience versus why they should join us and then worry about that after the fact. It truly is starting right. in that recruiting piece. Right. There's so many opportunities out there right now. Yes. So yeah. So yeah. I need to tell you, you could, you know, we've got a teller position. There's probably five other banks that have a yeah, teller yeah. position. So why should you want to work here at yeah. Centris? Absolutely. Yes. Well, and isn't unemployment pretty low here in, oh, in our yes. area? So like trying to find those good mm -hmm. candidates, I mean, sometimes yeah. you have to go after them. Yes. And yeah. they may not be actively looking yeah. themselves. Which I would say, I, those are always my favorite <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> to go after the people who weren't actively looking, but especially when they ultimately end up joining and they love it. And I never will sell anybody on anything. I don't think they would genuinely enjoy, but that is one of my favorite things is you go out, you find somebody that they're, no, I'm good where I'm at right now. Okay. But let's still just have a conversation. You never know for future. Yeah. And then they start to like your culture and like what you're mm -hmm. saying. And then, you know, six months later, they're on the team, they're fully immersed in the culture and they love it. Yeah. Those are exciting pieces. And what a confidence builder, right? Yes. That's somebody who reached out to you. Right? Yes. So that's, you know, that, that you can take with you throughout your career. Absolutely. Great. Okay. So you talked about um, quiet quitting and loud quitting. Loud quitting is a new one for me. I haven't heard mm -hmm. that. It's what a, is, yeah. can you kind of define that Absolutely. one? Absolutely. I've just started seeing it on TikTok past couple weeks and it's, it, I, and I, thankfully we haven't seen it really, but it is the idea of going into work and being very 
open that I'm looking for another job. Hey oh, boss, I'm so going to leave early today. I've got an means. interview. Like just very, to me, that makes more sense than the quiet quitting. Cause I yeah, don't view that, that one night. Okay. Quitting. Yeah. Loud quitting is gen. Yeah. You're just kind of over it and being very loud about being <laughs> over well, it. Okay. Which can put you in weird waters as an employee. Yeah, so right. I don't personally recommend. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, thankfully you don't hear that. Yes. No, thankfully yeah. that has not been a thing for yeah, no. us. Yeah. And again, I don't know if it's really a thing at many other places or if it's just another trend that's going to blow just up something and flashy on, talk about on it. TikTok. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So as you're going through the recruiting process and you're looking at these candidates, what are some of the skills or attributes that you look for as you're interviewing? And I realize it's going to be different based yeah. on the candidate and based on the position, but in general, like what yeah. are you typically looking for? Um, you're absolutely right. It'll definitely vary technical wise based on the job itself, but there will always be a few key areas that no matter what role, it's going to be important. So first and foremost, communication. Can you clearly define? Can you, is it concise? Are you getting your message across in a way I understand? Are you using professional language or are you talking to me like, I'm your best buddy and we're out for drinks after work or something. That's not the time to have that dialogue. So showing up with that professional and clear communication, that's my biggest piece of advice to anyone is having that communication. Secondly, I think having a continuous learning mindset is a really big deal, no matter what role you're in. And I don't mean that in, I want somebody who's going to come in and say, all right, I have my bachelor's degree. I'm going to keep going to get my master's. I don't mean it even in that setting. I mean, are you somebody who's going to be driven to want to learn new things, take on new responsibilities? Do you pick up new hobbies? Do you just enjoy learning and continuing to grow? Those are big pieces, and especially for us at Centris, where we are really big about internal growth and providing mm -hmm. those opportunities. I want to know that you're going to be open, say yes, and want to take on those new challenges. So I think that continuous learning mindset is a really big one. Um, emotional intelligence. That's that's a hard thing to define for some people, but mm -hmm. so important. And the where I get with it is I want to know that you have self-awareness, empathy, and are able to own your mistakes or, or just own who you are. Mm -hmm. Where I see falls short a lot of the times is with that mistake piece. If I ask you, tell me about a time you've made a mistake and your response to that is to put it on other people or to give a bunch of excuses, I'm not getting that from you then. Uh, it, maybe those things are all true, but I want to, all I'm looking for is you to own it this happened, this is what we did. Mm -hmm. Focusing on using those as learning opportunities versus just, well, so-and-so did this or they never trained me, all those kind of negative pieces to it. So I'm really big on that emotional intelligence and just having that self-awareness. Um, and then finally, culture fit. And that's going to look different, obviously, yeah. at any organization yeah. you go to. But do your values align with our values? Do I, as a recruiter, understand our values and our mission and vision statement enough to know that the answers you're giving, and you might not flat out say, hey, I saw this value and this is how I meet it. It's reading between the lines to get to know your personality as you're talking, the things you're saying you're passionate about when you're talking about a previous role, the things you enjoyed, those paint the picture to me of how you're going to be a good culture fit or maybe not. And then I will be very transparent if you're not a culture fit. But those are the big key areas I look for. Culture is interesting too because mm -hmm. people – might say, oh, yes, I will yeah. fit into this and this. But do you really? Mm. Like, if yeah. this isn't culturally what you feel yeah. is important to you, if the values aren't lining up, then, like, embrace that. Yes. Because you don't want to get into an organization that don't meet your your values and your your belief system. Yeah. You know, and that's a conversation that, that you are having with these employees now. I mean, that's really something important, right, Absolutely. to a lot of – especially – a younger generation that's coming in, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I view that as it's on both parties. Mm -hmm. A, as the recruiters, whoever you're talking to, I need to know what our culture is. Yeah. Um, quick side story. One of my first interviews after graduating, I'm trying to find my big girl job, launch mm -hmm. my career. And I have an interview and I ask, what well, to tell me about your culture? And the response was, well, it's great. We have beer cart Friday at 3 p.m. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I am just out of college. Maybe that's what they thought the selling point was going to be, but that didn't tell me anything about right, your culture. Yeah, yeah. So it starts first and foremost, you better have an understanding of what your actual culture is to be able to see, is it going to be a fit? 
but it is also on the applicant's side to know themselves well enough to to listen, to be honest with themselves. Is this going to be a fit for me? Right. If not, it's, you're not going to be happy because right. we our culture bleeds through in everything we do, yep. especially at Centris. So if you, if that's it, if you're not on the boat, you're not going to have, you're not going to have a fun ride. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. Right. So I do think it's on both parties though, to, to have that honest discussion. Right. So you've, you've looked at the culture, you've, what you can yeah. right on the mm-hmm. website or talk to other people, right. but preparing for an interview. <sighs> where, where do you go these days? Oh my gosh. Where do you start? Great question. And it's, so, it can be overwhelming. I feel like, cause you have mm-hmm. so many avenues and it seems, you know, we always have people who, oh, I checked out your website. I looked at your indeed reviews, your glass store reviews. Those are huge now as they should be. Mm-hmm. What a great resource to see insight into a job from your first hand from employees who work there. I always kind of give a little caution to when you see negative ones of, read into it. Maybe there's something Mm -hmm. there that doesn't quite accurately define that organization. But I do think that those are great resources to get a better idea before you even get to the interview piece. Um, But again, it's getting to know, doing your research, getting to know if you're applying for a teller job and you come into the interview and you ask me, what does a teller do? It's disappointing. I I would hope, you know, just do a little bit of research into the job. Focus on the company. I've been blown away by candidates who have come in, who have known something. We've done a community event and they've been like, oh, I saw Centris did this and I really liked it because it's something I'm passionate about. Boom. Right there. You've just defined, you meet our values. Mm -hmm. If that's something you get jazzed Mm -hmm. up about and that's why you applied, or even if you didn't, you just found it out after the fact, I still think that's awesome to do your research. So especially social media is such a big one. Now we post things all the time. How easy to go out to our to our Facebook, see our podcast, see our what's in your vault series and get a get a nice insight into who we are. Very good. Yikes. Our podcast is being used as a recruiting tool. It is, Liz. <laughs> You'd want to join us any day. Yeah. <laughs> there's unicorns and birds and in your yeah. hair. There's birds in your hair. <laughs> and all the things that go along with that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're sitting down interviewing people. Um, what, and you've gone through the interview process. You've kind of talked yeah. to us about that. What are some additional ways they, they can prepare? I mean, obviously they're researching, but... Um, that thank you note at the end. Yes. Mm. I think that it seems so old school, but for me as, as a hiring manager, it's so critical. Yes. I, I think yeah. when someone handwrites something again, old school, but it you took time to do it. Yeah. Emails are fine too. Absolutely. Any type of communication. Absolutely. But um, yeah, I'm that with shows you. That follow up. It's, yeah. It's a huge one and it doesn't happen often anymore. And I, I don't, I don't know when that change happened, but I'm so with you because I don't even view it as just a courtesy. I view it as, boy, what a great opportunity to sell yourself one more time. Right. If you really like that role, you really thought you were going to be a good fit. What a great way to thank the people who took the time to meet with you and then kind of reference, you know, we talked about this in the interview. Here's how, again, I think I would be a really great fit for this opportunity. Why wouldn't you take that two minutes to write nice. out an email or a note and send it over. Right. I think it is a small thing that makes a big impact. And if you're, that's always my first um, piece of advice. I've talked to candidates and they'll tell me, okay, I've, I've applied for 50 jobs and I've had 10 interviews and I'm not getting anywhere. And there will be other things we go through, but that is always my advice too, is after each interview. And I know it's a lot when you're doing a lot of interviews, mm-hmm. take the time to write a note. Do not create the template create a personalized note. Yeah. It should reference the actual mm-hmm. conversation you had and really show if you think it's going to be the right fit for you, really show that in that note too. So I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent big believer in thank you <laughs> notes. And Very that good. will always be my advice. Um, but even as the rest of the interview process goes, putting yourself, your best foot forward. And I really, really mean that. And I feel like it's something that's been said so often it can fall on deaf ears, but what a great chance to represent your best self. So Liz and I were joking about wear pants. 
Hold on, everyone. This is bad when Pause. my boss is like, oh, this gosh, gonna she's going to rip out something. Gonna say. Yes. Said. No, Liz had great advice. We are clothes to your interview. Yes, that was good advice. I'm going to take well, it a step a further <laughs> and say dressed for that job, too. Right. If you are stepping into maybe a more professional setting, if you're stepping into a branch, for example, yeah. maybe leggings and a tank top isn't the most appropriate thing to wear. And it's just, it, you never need to go out and buy a brand new wardrobe or anything like that. But just, I, I definitely think dress for the job you want is cliche, but it, it's there for a reason. Mm -hmm. and, and it really does set the tone of, of how you show up. Did you put thought into this? Did you, are you showing your interest by coming prepared? That's a big one too, coming prepared to interviews. Mm -hmm. Be prepared to ask questions. Nobody asks questions in interviews anymore. It's become a rarity as well. And I view that as such a missed opportunity. Not for me, because if you don't have any questions, okay. Yeah. But boy, as a candidate, I want to know more about this organization. Why is the role open? Can you tell me a bit about what success looks like in this role? What does a career path look like in this role? Tell me about the manager. I would have so many questions before you jump into a new position and that's your opportunity to ask those questions. Yeah. So I always encourage, think about it. Don't just ask a question because you feel like you need to ask a question, right? right. Really think about it. What information do you want before you jump into a new job? Because that's going to take a lot of your time. You're going through all these interview processes. You're starting, you got to go through orientation. You got to go through training, all these things before you even get into the job. Now, maybe you're a month or two in to find out, I don't like this job. Mm -hmm. And yep. maybe if I just asked this question, right. I could have avoided all of yeah. this and known early on. So I think those are pieces that don't happen as often anymore, yep. but are so important as well for you as a candidate to know what you're getting into. Well, and in my previous life, you know, I was a hiring manager, yeah. so I'd have those candidates come in and I, my favorite interviews were always the ones where they'd ask the question that stopped me, like just mm -hmm. kind of made me go, oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah. like, I yeah. made me feel like, okay, I wasn't prepared for a question like that. Yeah. yeah. And that has, and has think me thinking. It. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's, I've even had some candidates where it's like, you know what? Let me think about this for a second because I want to make sure you get the right answer. Yes. I want to talk to a couple people and get you the right information. And I loved yes those questions. Yeah. Like that was my favorite. Those were some of my favorite yeah. moments. And those actually, those candidates ended up being yes. on my team because you were asking the right questions. You were asking the hard questions. Yeah. So I knew I could put you on the phone and with a client or mm -hmm. some or a vendor and you would ask those hard questions. Absolutely. You have no issue into it. Issue so and you shouldn't, it. right? Yeah. You, it's for your benefit. Right. Um, that confidence. Yeah. I love that. And I'm going to kind of tailspin it. You mentioned, you know, you would say, I need to pause. Let me think about this for a second. That's my other piece of advice to candidates going into interviews. It's okay to pause and think about what you're about to say for a second too. Um, I think everybody gets kind of nervous and they just, all right, you finished asking me that question. Let me just respond. And you respond before you've even had a second to think about yeah. how you're going to respond. Mm -hmm. So I just want to also throw that out, that it is a-okay to take a second, especially for some of those harder or maybe situational questions where I need you to think back on a specific example. It's okay to say, ooh, give me just a moment to think about that. I think candidates can kind of be afraid to have that dead space yeah. in an interview. Um, but along those lines, also keeping your answers concise. Mm -hmm. There's that beautiful line of providing just enough detail without <laughs> spending 20 minutes on a question. And, and we haven't even gotten to these other things. And now I know probably a lot more about you than I need to know. <laughs> but I think those being mindful of what you're going to say, taking that moment and giving a concise answer. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think one of my favorite questions, I love that you said that. Um, one of my favorite questions that someone's asked me was one of the what is the biggest challenge you've had in your career? And I thought that was really interesting because that put me in a very vulnerable mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. And I liked it because they were wanting to know what I'm up against, yeah. you know, if they're coming in, especially if they're new to the industry or new to the just whatever. Um, it was just a really great question to just try to see me. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm a person too. I'm, yeah. I'm just as anxious right now for this mm -hmm. position as you are. You yeah. know, let's just, let's just have a chat. So I yeah. love that. What a good way to have yeah. you. And I think it also gives great insight into what kind of leader you're going to be for that person. Yeah. How do you personally handle those hard situations that right. come up? 
so I know how you're going to handle them when I'm working right. <laughs> for you. Exactly. Or how you're going to talk me through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a challenge for the team or it's something where uh, we're up against something, mm-hmm. how are you going to yeah. present that to me as your employee? Right. And how are we going to how are we going to navigate it together? Yeah. Sort of. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. Okay. Goes to that applicant. I'm going to hey. file that one back because yeah. apparently I my stuff's in the car and <laughs> she's already <laughs> posting my job. And Allie's posting it as we speak. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck finding somebody to find the cool swag. Yeah. The glitter. No. The glitter yeah, the everywhere. Glitter. Sorry. It's, I, it's a mess. And you're going to have to have Blake vacuum it. <laughs> Blake, right. we just added another task yes. for you in Asana. Yes. Sorry, bud. Yes. <laughs> um, something else too that I find, and this is just from experience. So you know, kick me under the table, Chantel. They won't hear it on the mics, but um, <laughs> these chairs will crack. They, I probably fall down. <laughs> that'd be a, that would that. be a good <laughs> that'd be a good episode. That that would definitely have to make it into one of those cuts that we put mm-hmm. on social. Yes. Um, no, I what I was going to say was like. One of the things that even when I went into interview at Centris, it's, and my husband, bless his heart, he knows like I get very, very nervous when I have to meet new people or talk to, talk to people. And he would always, when I'd start that process, he'd look at me and say, Liz, just be you. If they don't like that, then that's not the position for you. That's not the role for you. That's not the company for you. Be yourself because if you walk into that interview and you're not yourself yeah, and then you start that job mm-hmm. and you are yourself and your boss looks at you like, what is this? Like Chantel looks <laughs> at me every single day. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Every, every day. day. Oh, we and talk likewise, about it. Vice versa. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like so two way streets. So. We both walked into the interview like, hi, hi. <laughs> I like social media. Do you like social media? Yes. I do too. You want to be friends? Okay. Be friends? okay. okay. Do you like smelly markers? I like smelly markers. Do you like post-it notes? Yes. Oh, that's the question. That's my favorite question in interviews. Yes. I ask she this, asks this every all the time. single time. What's your favorite office supply? Ooh. What's your favorite office supply? I, I'm a notebook person. Notebook. I like the little notebooks yes. and to take oh. notes. Yeah. So little, like how little. big, like five by seven? Or are you talking like, holy moly, you've got exact talk about our swag. Well, now. Cause I'm yeah. Swag <laughs> yeah. high eight and a half yeah. by 11, five by seven. Are you a four by six? <laughs> four by White six, paper, a little yellow paper. Small. Yeah. Lines, yeah. not line. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the dots or the grids or what's your favorite? Holy moly. I, I like know. the lines. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more Straight of a line. Straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your, your office supply? Post-it notes. Post-it notes, yeah. I like all shapes, sizes, colors. Mm-hmm. If you looked in my little credenza thing, you'd see all different all kinds. Post-its. All the post-its. But what do you do? Okay, but I really so... like pens too. So I've really become, it's kind of a two-way. It's both. Mm. What's a post-it without a pen? Right. You, you can't do it. Oh. Megan, pen was yours, yeah? Yeah, she's saying Megan yes. Megan has a pen. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of pen? She G7 said the G7 pilot. pilot. That one is a good That's one. So good. It just okay. rolls. Writes well. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say the new Centris pens. Are they G7 pilots? No, but they're really nice. <laughs> they're real nice. They're really nice. They're not a BIC. They're not a BIC. No, they are nice. Nope. You've nope. upgraded nope. the game. No. Chantel. Uh, Back to you, Chantel. I... What is your I... favorite office supply? <laughs> Post-its are... Again, yeah, yes, yeah. We, we know this. Yeah, uh, we walked, but, guys. We walked into the interview and literally sat down, and it was like, we are one and the same. <laughs> for and for people that can't see, we dress alike. So we literally, yeah. I'm working from home this morning. She's working at the office. We walk into this podcast. Our color, like, we're almost wearing the yeah. same color pants. Let's, let's dark shirt. Let's set the stage here. When we say we're dressed alike, <laughs> I don't wear cut off shirts because. Your arms are way. Okay, well, no. <laughs> I wore. They're like, okay, listeners, Mama. <laughs> I wore a sleeveless shirt today because last time because we were in the studio. Own that. <laughs> if you got it, flaunt it, Liz. Yeah, but guys, we're on a podcast where they're listening. They're not seeing. Do you want so us I... to describe your muscles? No, guns <laughs> out. But... Nope, backwards. Out. There you go. <laughs> guns out. Suns, suns out. out. Yeah, yeah. I got it yeah. right. My muscles are called suns. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, but it like, I don't even know where I was going. But we do, that. we do we dress, do dress alike. alike. Yes, yes. So but we I, walked into the interview yes. and literally we were, it was funny. She asked questions I and I would say my answer. She's literally smiling and nodding almost like, oh my gosh. Yep. That's exactly how I would answer that. 
And then I'd ask her a question. She'd answer it. I'm like, okay, I think I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> you guys are almost a dangerous duo being too alike. You, we yeah, gotta yeah. keep yeah. a short We're, it's, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool because, and this is what I liked about Centris and how they interviewed mm -hmm. us and how they talked to us. Because, yes, we are very similar in how we think from a strategic perspective, but we're also very different in how we think from a strategic perspective. Mm -hmm. And I know that's like totally sounding like it doesn't make sense, but Chantel has experience in a different industry than I do. Yeah. And so she targeted different demographics than I did, mm -hmm. but we targeted similar demographics in like age and things like that. Mm -hmm. But our audience did yeah. different uh, occupations. Yeah. yeah. So our strategies may be similar, but we both, it's, it's kind of cool. We look at it full circle together and it, we kind of complete that circle as we're looking at it from a strategy perspective. And we always joke we're, we're partners in crime and we do things together. Like we're always bouncing yeah. the things off of each yeah. other because while I'm thinking this way, she's coming at it from the other angle and she completes that yeah. thought. Oh, I can Chantel completes. Oh, geez. Here comes <laughs> <Yeah>. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is another piece. Megan, I am calling you out all day long today, but Megan was in Germany yeah. when we interviewed her. Yeah. And so that's a whole other yeah. thing that can happen right now. Remote right? hiring. Yeah. And it was the same way. We knew we knew the minute we interviewed her, like you, you can yeah. have that personality yes. over zoom and mm -hmm. you even have to kind of crank it up because it is a little bit harder right. through that, but not so much to your point earlier. Don't be someone you're not, right. you know, but Megan, kudos to you because that was, that was tough, you know, yeah. to time difference. We had an eight hour time difference <sighs> yeah. and yep. all the things. Um, well, and you got to, you zoomed. Yeah. Right. So I was just a conference call. So I didn't even get to see Megan. Oh yeah. So she and I just talked over the phone. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even get to see, I didn't see body language. I didn't right. see any of that. Non-verbal. It was all yeah. the, it was the. Did she still exude her personality? Oh, through? a yeah. thousand percent. So nice regardless, job, if you're in person, you're on that video yeah. call or you're on that yeah. call, you have to. And when you're yes. not, there's no visual cues. Yeah. You really have to emphasize that enthusiasm Absolutely. or smiling like that. I could tell she was smiling on the phone almost yeah. the whole call. Yeah. Which was great. We're talking about that's weird. She frowned on the whole Zoom yeah. call with me. So yeah, no, she doesn't even know how to frown. There's no way. <laughs> no, no, I don't way. think her face her, goes her that way. Her muscles aren't no. even. They no. don't even work that way. No. no. Uh, did both of you, when you started, did you interview with Brittany Welch first? Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Talk about a selling point yes. of centrist. She's right. a hundred percent. Her and Jana are how I ended up. Before I even was looking for a job, I met Brittany. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Brittany Welch was our employment We're specialist have to get her on prior. Here. She's yeah. in training now and does a phenomenal job with that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That girl, ex I mean, just bleeds purple. She does. You mm -hmm. knew immediately, holy moly, if you work at this company and you've worked at this company for several years, there's got to be something great about this yeah. company. Mm -hmm. I got off of interview, my first interview with her, and I told my husband, I want to be her best friend. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. if I don't get this job, <laughs> I'm going to stalk her and I'm going to be her friend. I don't know how. Yeah. But I'm going <laughs> but to. She's, she's amazing. Just, and that is what attracted both of yes. us have this conversation, like attracted us to our current positions because of just that energy and that dynamic and the genuine yes. love yeah. of the job and wanting to bring people in that were the yeah. right fit. Absolutely. And that's what people should be looking for. If you don't have that feeling or yes. if you even have this, even a question, it's probably not right. Absolutely. You know? There's too many other jobs out there. Yeah. And, you know, I say that as somebody trying to recruit on yeah. several yeah. jobs right now too, but I am 100%. I never am going to try to, to put a rectangle peg into a triangle. Yeah. Whole. Right. It's just yeah. not, that's not fair to that person. It's not fair to us because we also want to find that right match. But I think Brittany just it was a perfect example of how that's your first glimpse mm -hmm. into an organization yeah. and what a great way to start off and get a peek behind yeah. the curtains there. That leads really well into this next question because the first thing I asked her, one of the biggest things for me was work-life balance at the yeah. time. Yeah. And I was at the point where I just didn't feel I had it and mm -hmm. I needed yeah. to know <clears throat> if this was going to be the place that could yeah. offer that and or help me 
get to that. Absolutely. Uh, so do you, do you hear that question a lot or should people be asking that question? Is it, is it, you know, taboo to ask that or? Yeah. yeah. Good point. It, people are definitely asking it. And I would say, especially more now post the, the pandemic world, because that did change what my expectations and what I yep. want in my job. And I don't think it's taboo to ask at all because if you don't ask and you don't find out and you get in and you realize I'm never going to have that in this job, we're going to be right back at square one anyway. Right. So I l- encourage people to ask, what does that look like? Right. And your recruiter better have an actual answer other than, oh, we have great work-life balance. So we're really big on that. Great. But how? Yeah, how do you yeah, actually exactly. see that yeah. through? What does that look like for your employees today? I absolutely encourage those conversations because it has been a shifting dynamic and what people are looking for. And and we've had to bend to that as well and be more flexible. And what is that? Do we need to look at our scheduling? Do we need to get flexible? Do we need to change things up? Do you not like taking a full hour lunch? You want to take a half hour and leave? We just have to be more open to exploring those opportunities for what works best with each individual. That's the hard part because it's never going to be one solution fits all. And it has to be that individual conversation. Very good. So you talked a lot about how things have shifted over the years and how you've really learned a lot as a recruiter, especially in these last three years. What would you say are some of the most rewarding things that you have learned in this role? The most rewarding things are always to me bringing in people who I know, like a Megan, who I got off my first call and I'm like, she's going to love Centris. And even at, at that time, it was just an internship opportunity, but I knew she's going to love Centris. She's going to be a fit here. She's going to really enjoy what we're doing. It aligns with what she's been doing. I want her here. And I was super jazzed to get her in front of Chantal to get her and then to see her actually loving it here. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for me to think, yep, you're going to be a great fit. But when you come here and you actually love it also, that is so rewarding to hear. My favorite thing is through an employee's first year at Centris, we have a lot of touch points with them checking in. How are things going? How happy are you? Like what, tell us what we can do more, better, different, or just tell us your successes. And we, my favorite thing when we get those feedback responses is how, when people say how happy they are to be at Centris and that they came, that they took the chance, they came to Centris. Um, Even recently sitting, we've been, we have our summer interns right now, and we've been meeting with a lot of other individuals at Centris just to learn about their careers. What do they do? But then I always push back on them of, you know, why are you here? Why do you tell our interns why you like what you do here? And it is so rewarding to hear people talk about how much they love being here. This is the best place they've ever worked because they're the right fit for it too. It is. It all goes back down to that fit. But to me, it is that rewarding to find, to know that this position is going to be a perfect fit for somebody and for it to actually be, and for them to feel that same way too. That's just spectacular. That's great. Yeah. Oh, she did the jazz hands on the end of that, listeners. She did. I'm really, I'm a, I'm a big hand gesture and I'm really trying (laughs) to like, I can't, I can't, I I need my hands. I need my hands. We're going to wrap it up so then you can have your hands back here. So we like to end the show with a penny or two for your thoughts. So what do you want to leave our listeners with? (laughs) Still doing that plural. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to defer to Jason Shepner said something. Jason Shepner is our VP of strategy and project management here at Centris. And he recently said something to our interns that was an epiphany to me. And I really, really loved it. And I want to import that on, especially this newer generation coming into the workforce too, but for really anyone. Jason's opinion was, don't go into the workforce just ready to climb the corporate ladder. Don't even, don't even view the corporate ladder. Whatever you're going to do, find your why for doing it. What do you enjoy in that role? And it might not be where you see your dream job going, but whatever you're going to do, there's got to be a why to it or you're not in the right position. And don't focus solely on climbing that ladder and what's next because you might skip over or bounce out of the role you really should be in. That's going to bring you the most happiness. And it was just such a wonderful, because I think there is a this ideology that, to be successful, I need to go in and I yeah. need to continue to grow and I need to, I need to become a manager and a VP and then CEO. I just yes. need to do all these Whoa, things. That, that escalated quickly. <laughs> but that's kind of the, and I kid you not, and I have those conversations with people who tell me their 10-year plans to be a CEO of a company and that's awesome. Why? 
because you want, because you just think you should be. And I think it gets missed so often to Mm -hmm. what is really going to make you happy. If you're happy in a role, you're going to be successful in a role. It will just come naturally at that point. So I'm actually stealing Jason's thoughts on my deported thoughts, but I loved it. That's great. Jason always has great thoughts. Guess who's going to be a next guest? Write that one down. Got it. (laughs) We're coming for you. Jason, we're coming for you. (laughs) I think that's a just a quick point though. You don't have to climb that ladder. And sometimes managing employees isn't your calling. Yeah. Yeah. A Mm -hmm. lot of people think I want to be a manager. Yeah. Why? Right. Do you know? what that looks like. Yeah. You know, you need to be that people person as well. So that's a, a great thing when you're thinking about yeah. the interview process and what you're interviewing for. Is this right for you personally? And then it's always okay too to admit, oh, I made this move. I made this change. I don't like this. Right. Don't punish yourself and stay in a role you don't like because you feel you need to be there. Yes. If it means a step back or a lateral move, do that for your own sanity, yeah. <laughs> for your Absolutely. own sake. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Bury that ego a little. Uh, Yes. Because that'll keep you sane. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Do we need to say any last things about birds? (laughs) What's your favorite bird? Yeah. That's, that's a tough question. Really? Really? That's a really (laughs) tough one. I would say it probably changes seasonally based on the the bird migrations that we've got through at the time. I don't even know what's happening. Recently. Yes. And you you just don't even appreciate the hot spot Nebraska is (laughs) for bird bird breeding season, I'm which sorry, we are in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm going to go with a red-headed woodpecker right now, just because it's very pretty. It's very vibrant. Red-headed it's got a like a crimson red. Oh, okay. I think I've now. seen one of those or a picture at least. Yeah. They're not super common. They, they only come through in the migration. How did, how did this important. start for you? My fiance, my lovely fiance, who I don't know, he did Boy Scouts growing up and stuff. Oh. And his grandpa got him into yeah. it. And then and then he made me appreciate. When we started dating, he told me something about there's a hawk. And I'm like, we don't have hawks in Nebraska. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> so you can take a five-minute drive and probably see a hawk <laughs> in Nebraska. So, it, yeah, it's one of where I value it, though, is it's it's not even just the, the bird watching. It's taking that time to slow down yeah. and just appreciate the things around you. Oh, I love it. So do you guys have like a lot of bird feeders? and? We do. Yeah, We do. I've got binoculars. And so far, nobody's built a house behind us. So I don't look like the creep <laughs> just staring into people's windows. Oh, That'll have to stop. Does she live close to you? Yeah, she lives. I actually watched Not her far. gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the creep bro that I'm they, eating popcorn we've had conversations with athletes about. There's this <laughs> cow. cow that's. Bird watching. (laughs) Bird watching. Liz's miles looking a little longer today. (laughs) Is Liz okay? She's laying down. She's laying down in the grass. The redheaded woodpecker. Yeah. What's your favorite bird? I don't like poultry. I know. <laughs> oh, wait. Just not so with you. scare me so much. So weird. They, they, they came down and swoop. Ugh, let's not talk about it. Move on. Got I love, it. I like cardinals. I do love oh, I love yes. that, that they're red. always in pairs, too. Yes. The male and female. It's just so sweet. We had a male and female um, in the spring around our house. And actually, it was, wasn't that long ago, probably a month or two ago. And they were just beautiful. And the songs that they would sing, yeah. like you'd hear the male and then you'd hear the female. And yeah. Augie, you know, of course, said that they were her birds. So. Oh. Well, you better go capture them for her, I yeah. guess, and keep yeah. them. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's sweet. We don't need people another pet. Tuned out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they take oh, out. your bird people. They're in. 45 oh, yeah. <laughs> Haley, thank you yes. so much for spending so some time with us today, giving our listeners everything that they need to know about um, stepping into that interview, asking the right questions, um, and just being prepared for starting a new career. Um, and hopefully they got jazzed up enough and are looking at some of the positions that we have to fill Yeah, and the opportunities that we've got. So you get to work with us, right? (laughs) What could go wrong? wrong? (laughs) Thank you. You have birds in your hair. Yeah. That that might be true story. That's the worst that happens. Right. And then Haley's looking at you with binoculars. (laughs) And then I'm in the office. She's got the binoculars on (laughs) and she's making bird noises on the side. (laughs) Where's it at Cam? Where is it at? Yep. Yep. Where's the bird? There it is. There it is. Oh, oh. no. Oh. No. Nope. 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 
<laughs> no. All right. We tried. <laughs> For our listener out there. <laughs> If you have any financial topics or recruiting HR topics that you want to learn more about, you can email us at a penny for your thoughts at centrusfcu.org and we'll track down the right expert to come on to the show. We promise we'll stop talking about birds. <laughs> promise, <you>. not promise. <laughs> um, and if you don't want to miss an episode, which I I think at this point you you don't, um, be sure you're subscribing to our podcast and then help other listeners find us by rating, reviewing, and sharing the latest episode. And make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or just check out our website at centrusfcu.org where we have a great blog full of good information. Thanks to our awesome teammate, Megan. And if you want to chat with one of our amazing experts like Haley, just give us a call at 402-334-7000. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and stuck it out with us. And thanks for listening as always. Thanks, everyone. A Media Production.